Your whip about to get rocking. Your smile about to be popping. Lit times for your drive, no maybes. Just yes, so release the stress. Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Carrie and Tommy are about to pick up your Avo with stacks of fun. Pick up a fragrance for a loved one at Chemist Warehouse. The real house of fragrance this Christmas. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Welcome to it for your Friday afternoon. How are we, guys? Oh, I am LTD and Vickers. I am living the dream. Living the dream. What are you most excited about coming up today in the show? Oh, I have got a uh, a fun little chat about death and funerals for you. Oh. Yes, because okay. I've got a new idea that I want for mine. Oh, you're yeah. talking about your death a lot lately. Mm. The other night in the project, you said you're not going to live past 60. Can you I stop agree. saying oh, that? Sorry, you're saying my words back to me. Yes. No, we'll still be stop. doing this show by then, and I, you know, I need to keep him. So at 60. I, th- it does come with a fear. <laughs> Imagine if we were still doing this at sixty, <laughs> and we're still saying, and Ed Sheeran's got another new one. <laughs> You've got a what? I've got a fear that they're just going to medicine's going to get better and better, and we're just going to live for so long. But what if you find happiness and then you don't want to die? <laughs> then you'll be happy. <laughs> then you'll be happy that the medicine What's, can keep you alive. What are you looking forward to on the show, Biggers? <laughs> I'm looking forward to my booty drop. Oh. Yes, I'm coming after that. Hit the clubs. The clubs. Makes me want to hit, hit the club. Hit the clubs. I ain't saying she a gold digger. We're going to Did you ever imagine the day where one of the biggest pop artists from a girl group in the world was defending you? Sorry? You remember on the project the other night? Oh, Chili! Chili! My girl. Your girl. She really doubled down and defended you you against wild accusations that you're a scrub. (laughs) And she she patted your head, I think, at one point when you looked so downcast. Harry doesn't have a question. This is just a weird one. It's the irony that you come on the show and you get seated next to a scrub. I mean, it's just shocking. I don't believe it. Thanks, Chili. All right. No. <laughs> Why would you call him that? Oh, just because like, what's he doing? We're, we're jilted ex-lovers. <laughs> She's so sweet. And, and then she was you, patting you on the head at the time I know, as well. It was the best. Oh. And then <laughs> you put your head on the desk. Yes, I yes. know. So she could pat it. <laughs> She's only little. I didn't want to have to She's reach so up. She's so little, pat isn't she? But then you called me a scrub. What do you mean? Didn't you? Wasn't it two times? Yeah, I didn't hear that bit there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Both Kate and I did call you a scrub. Anyway, this is no scrubs for you. Carrie and Tommy. Around the country for your drive home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. The double standards of the matriarchy are really starting to kill me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what, what I'm happened? talking about, Carrie? I don't know. What have I done? You've just torn me down. And then lifted yourself up for doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Is it to do with my T-shirt? <laughs> it is. It is indeed to do with your T-shirt. Describe to the people the T-shirt that you are wearing. And um, not only wearing today, also wore <laughs> in a photo shoot <laughs> yesterday. Yep. So it's um, like a khaki kind of colour, mm-hmm. um, pink and green with a tiger on the front. Yep. That's yep. not the bit that I'm talking about. And then it's got some words. Yeah. What so. do the words say? <laughs> 
To be fair, when I wore it in the photo shoot, and you'll see uh, later this month what the photo shoot is for, but mm. when I wore it for the photo shoot, I did not even read the words before I went, oh, my God, I love the colours of that. They go, well, I'll wear that. That's and then, not true. I saw you see the shirt and you said, I love this band. No, I, <laughs> I didn't. It was only you that said... Do you see the irony in what you're wearing? Yes. What are you wearing? I'm wearing a Guns N' Roses T-shirt. You're wearing a Guns N' Roses T-shirt that not only says Guns N' Roses, then above it, it says Welcome to the Jungle. (laughs) Now, if you don't understand why this is so brutal, it's because just two weeks ago on this very show, Mm. I dared to wear a Guns N' Roses T-shirt myself. And Carrie let me know about it, not only through her words, but also by playing one of their most famous songs, which is Welcome to the Jungle, (laughs) the song written on her shirt. 131060, what can Tommy do for his midlife crisis? Yeah, I'm keen. <laughs> you started by rocking up to yeah. work in a country <laughs> race <laughs> <and station>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keen on it. So lame. <laughs> and also compared to what you do in your normal life, it's so funny. So lame. <laughs> For you, I think it is. Why? Why? <laughs> because you're cool. I'm not. It would be it like it makes sense that mean? I would wear something that that is not cool. Whereas you're it, cool, you don't need to wear. Please, you wh- don't need to wear guns and roses. Why? T-shirt. Why are guns and roses t-shirts not cool? I don't know. They, it just don't. I'm the only cool. one out of the two of us that listen to Guns and Roses. <laughs> I didn't even know what Welcome to the Jungle meant. Again, I hadn't read those words until you just read them out. You, to you me. should know Welcome anyway, to the it's Jungle a cool t-shirt. because we did a promotion on this yeah. very show mm. where we re- oh Jungle Cruise. We went we, to the jungle. Yes, where we rejigged Welcome to the Jungle as our theme song oh, for I it. I hated that. Yes, yes I, I remember did. that. I forget a lot of things. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Let's just wear our matching Guns N' Roses t-shirt <laughs> Okay, <one> that's fine. <laughs> Carrie Bickmore. And Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for your drive home. What do they say are like the three most stressful things you can do in a lifetime? Um, Move house. Divorce. Divorce. Death, and divorce and... Death? Like someone oh, else's death. stressful. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> no. But for somebody else, the yeah. loss of a loved one. Yeah. And hey. renovate. No, Annabelle. <laughs> what about having a baby? Oh, what are you crying over? My renovation. Is that stressful? I don't know why. I don't know why I looked at you oh, when I asked. Baby. That. I know. You can look at me. I've yeah, had three. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, but that is the, that's the commonly known list. Okay. Death. So I want to focus on the moving one, right? Because mm. I don't think it's possible to move house with your partner without wanting to kill them. Right, it's very rare that, especially. I feel like it just tests you. It takes you right to your limits. You're usually doing long days, physical labour. You're tired. You're hot, and you're annoyed. Right? Who are you talking about? Because <laughs> I imagine you guys get blokes that come in with white gloves on. And I mean, you don't actually, you don't, <laughs> I didn't move and, the last, and you don't actually even <laughs> move realize. It, but I don't packed, touch I it. Did all the packing, you don't though. even I didn't realize get a that you've in. moved. <laughs> no, there was a lot to pack. Yeah, I know. You've got a lot of stuff. Well, I've got three kids' worth of stuff. Four, yeah, actually. You've also got a wardrobe that is the size of a one-bedroom apartment. I don't, okay. Let's, that's not what I wanted to get bogged down in. Oh, sorry. We're the not place I'm living in now, <laughs> staying in there, doesn't <laughs> Anyway, uh, now you've got me sidetracked. I wanted to talk about, so Belle came over the other day, producer Belle and mm. her husband, Ed, mm. and he they came over to <laughs> Again, <laughs> so proud that you've remembered his name this time. And they came over to pick up a cot and like a, a wardrobe change table type thing for her uh, there, little baby that's on the way, the little girl. What a Freudian slip. Whose what? baby is it, Bill? 
<laughs> Mine. <laughs> but it, it really, so I forgot that Chris wasn't going to be home and I said, yeah, yeah, you come over, but this is stuff's heavy stuff. So I couldn't get Belle to move it because she's pregnant. So it was up to Ed and I to move it together yes. and I'm not particularly strong and it was really heavy. And as we navigated down a spiral staircase holding this. <laughs> Why didn't you just put it in the lift? Yeah. I don't have a lift. <laughs> Yet. God, it would make it easier if I put that in. <laughs> Get across the four as levels. We navigated um, it down the joke. spiral um, staircase <laughs> and past the baby grand. <laughs> and you know, the whole thing, the walls are aquariums. So you really you don't, don't want to break wanna, one of those. You don't want to make a mistake. Step there, or my all my shark collection will fall out. Anyway, as we were going down the staircase, the spiral one. I, Ed was so lovely. So I was being hopeless. He was the one down the bottom, and I was on top, and he was carrying the full load. Oh my baby! Oh my god! Just the idea of Ed carrying the full load. Heaps. Well, it was. It worked out for them, didn't it? I don't think. I, I don't think Ed carried that full load. Uh, anyway, he did. And then, yeah, I guess what you're saying. Anyway, yeah. Well, who, well who's As... did he carry? <laughs> and Annabelle, I've got this for you. I've carried it now. It's your turn. <laughs> and as we were going down the stairs, yeah. he was so lovely. He kept saying to me, oh, oh, do you need a break? Every step will take a break. Oh, watch your toes. I'll oh, carry, watch your toes. You don't want to. And I was like looking at this man going, why are you being kind? Shouldn't you be yelling at me? Because if we're trying to move house together, this is meant to be so stressful. And I said, we got to the very bottom and he was like, it was such a great job. That was such a great job. Who are you? And what's happened to the man that's moving house with me? Anyway, then I said to Belle, is he always like that? And she said, oh, what did you say? You said that he, that was him on his best behaviour. I think he was on his best behaviour, yeah. And it made me wonder if it's possible to move house with your partner without yelling at each other. You mean after conception he didn't say, that was such a great job. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your R&B Fridays. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. We were just talking about how I move furniture with uh, producer Bell's husband, Ed, yes. the other day and how pleasant an experience it was. Yes. And I thought maybe it's because I'm not his partner, right? Because yes. when you move with your partner, everybody just gets antsy. Yes. You don't have any, like, buffer zone I'm tolerance. I'm yes. I never have done this. But You've never I, moved with a partner. But I imagine. Yes. Like most things with a partner. Your would be pretty it's, sure. It sucks a bit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like most things with a partner, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine. When I'm alone in my bedroom, I imagine what it would be like imagine, if I wasn't. Imagine if that's what you thought of it. No. What would it be like moving with her? <laughs> but can I move with her? <laughs> but anyway, it reminded me of us in the jungle. Do you remember when we tried to put the tent together when we were in the jungle? Oh, and you were no, such it, a prick. This might surprise you because, but no, I don't. <laughs> I assume it's in that thing, which I've, that's I've cute. Well, you can't just say that thing. We're on radio. No one knows what that thing is. Well, have a look at the thing I'm pointing at. Yeah. And then you fill in the blanks, Gary. <laughs> okay. Do you want to get those poles out from under there? Yep. Please. Okay. Please. Yep. Sorry. It's all right. I don't need manners in the jungle. Oh, then f***ing get those poles out. <laughs> <laughs> that was We should good. never move together. No. <laughs> okay, I'll cancel it. Gary <laughs> and Tommy. Gary and Tommy. Driving you home for your R&B Fridays, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because how often do you think about your own funeral? Um, not, I don't have the same death wish that you do. I'm happy to be here. No, I just like putting on a show. And so I think... <laughs> but you won't be the one putting on the show. Other people will be putting on the show for you. Are you, you. joking? I'm the main attraction at the show. 
Yeah, but you're not doing anything. It's you would literally hate the show people put it's on for you. Literally, We'd make my sure funeral. it was everything you didn't want. But no one's funeral is ever their funeral. It's somebody else's vision for He them. has already picked the music. <laughs> we have a dance party. <laughs> And I'd make sure the eulogies went for a long time. <laughs> there was no humour in here. I read, um, I read this article. It's six common funeral myths that could save you money. And there it's are so, things. Are you trying to have a frugal funeral? No, nah, not at all. But some of this stuff gave me ideas. So um, there's one I didn't know. It says you don't need a hearse to transport the coffin. What you, which I just assumed, well, what, that's what whack you it do. In the boot or? No, but some people have had, um, oh, sure. Sorry, you could. You could totally. Fit, oh, like you don't have to put style. the back seats yeah, down. You, you, there's no rules. You can fold up my you body. You had like a mob themed the wedding and no, just but, chuck well, it Are you not in a yeah, casket that's then? Good. Yeah. That's good. Aren't you in a casket? Hey. Unless well, we do foldable caskets well, where the, the casket and the body just. We'll get to the casket because I have an idea on that. But they said people have done things before, like um, had a carriage pulled by a motorbike, like an open casket pulled by a, a Hell's Angels on massive motorbikes. And they were just on, the casket was on wheels on the ground. Yeah, wheels at the back. Oh, That's fun. Fun. But I've. You, oh, could, you in know the back what? Back of a Ford you, Transit. We could ride your like Johnny and I could ride yes, your electric dirt bikes, dirt bikes and <laughs> yes. drag you along behind. The Heaven's Angels. <laughs> the Heaven's Angels. Yes. I love it. I would love so much if you stack. You've got to go over the same jump that I broke my ribs on. <laughs> but with the casket. Yes, and, yes. Hope, and hopefully I fall out and break some. <laughs> but that brings me to the casket because I've decided. I'm going to pre-buy my casket because I've got a very specific idea of okay. what I want it to be. How far out? You reckon oh, you're not going to make 60? I'll buy so. it soon. Yeah, I'll buy it soon. Just so it's there. We can just store it somewhere. Why are you all so grim? Just... We used to do this prank um, at school camp where we'd take out the slats of the top bunks of the beds, right? And then we'd um, say, quick, the teachers are coming, jump into bed. Oh, and my so God. The kids and someone would, jump would in the fall top bunk through. And fall through. You were right? so cruel. <laughs> it was so funny. No, it happened to all of us. <laughs> it was so much fun. So anyway, I've decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to pre-buy my casket but then I'm going to almost remove the bottom of the casket, right? And so then when they go to carry my coffin through the packed funeral service, my body <laughs> falls out the bottom Your and spills on the people. <laughs> and someone has to pick you it up. To pick it up. But where do they put it this <laughs> yeah, time? Exactly. Exactly. So, so someone's I, just got to hold up the front yep. holding your body? Yeah. And then I'll have like, I'll put a few spare nails with it on the side saying spare oh, nails. So we have to put so the coffin then back together. Back together. <laughs> but I'll make sure the nails are really poor quality. So but then like, oh. when you put it back in, I fall through again. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Your R&B Fridays, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. There's nothing more annoying when you've got a newborn baby than trying to dress them. Yes. Especially if they're sleepy or they've just, yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Well, all the things that have to get pulled over their head and if you had a, any of my kids had such enormous heads, they could never fit their heads in the normal size holes. Um, <laughs> yes, birthing them was fun. Um, but someone who has developed an, incre- an incredible uh, product that uh, makes dressing babies easier is our very own Erin Mullen. She joins us now. Welcome, Erin. I, I just want to make it really clear early on, I do not have my child with me right now, so we can all just take a big sigh of relief. <laughs> it's okay. Last time we did speak to you, we spoke to you for about 60 seconds because every time you tried to talk, someone went, get off the phone! <laughs> <laughs> when you're kind of in a good place and that's completely fine and you see the bright side and you have a laugh, but when you're on the brink... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Close, but bless you, no, I'm child free for now. But isn't it funny just listening to you then introduce the concept? And it's, you know, I, I kind of had 12 hours of labor 
then an emergency C-section because she'd had meconium, which means she'd basically emptied her bowels in my womb and, you know, she was swallowing her own poo and all this kind of stuff. But the hard part for me was putting a singlet on her. <laughs> That's what I struggled with. I mean, seriously. So the good thing about these, though, is that you put their little arms in and then you just clip them up that way rather than pull them over their heads, yeah? Absolutely. And it was such a silly – I mean – I've same as you, we've got multiple jobs. There's so much on. The last thing in the world I needed was another kind of activity. But for me, it was genuinely, I just went online and Googled easy access singlets, essentially, because I, I just struggled so much with the conventional ones. And I looked all over the world and they just didn't exist. So I took basically 10 from Best and Less and just took them to a little tailor and got them to put zippers, Velcro and buttons. And it sounds ridiculous, but it was honestly life-changing for us when you've got a newborn and you're exhausted just to not have that battle where she'd be really settled and the second we'd try and put something over her head or you felt like you were trying to dress a drunken octopus with her arms kind of flailing and you felt like you were going to dislocate them. And it just worked so well that I started to think, I mean, I'll be, I'll be entirely honest, 50% of me was like, this can really help people. And the other 50% was like, I could be the next Kylie Jenner. But look, I'm hoping it's the latter and the first. But yeah, it's been really fun. A lot of lessons and a lot of, you know, a lot of rejection, as is usually the case in all of our journeys. But to finally come to this stage is really special. Erin, it sounds awesome. Um, we have other stuff I want to talk to you about, but we should give the proper plug. Uh, Berry, Berry Basics by Erin, exclusively available at Best and Less from Thursday. You can buy in store uh, and online. And the amazing thing about these two is they start from very small sizes, like premier baby size. What? How many zeros is that there, Erin, I can see? I, Multiple. You can see I've done my research. Multiple, many. <laughs> I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven zeros up to size 24. So it's for any bubba out there. Now, what did you want to talk to Erin about? Oh, me? 24 months. What? I was like, 24? <laughs> That's so big. I mean, I'm looking at an elderly range. Erin, <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to talk about um, you, you and your lovely co-host, uh, D Hughes. Um, Carrie mentioned that um, she hoped we'd be doing this radio show when no, we were think, 60. No, I don't think I said I wanted to be. Didn't I, you? No, I think I was saying, God help us if we are still doing it at 60. Oh, well, then Erin, no, no further questions. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't I? I don't think I was excited by the idea, was I? It's a long time away. Erin. I think my life takes many twists and turns in that time. No, I'm just still not sitting here with you in 20 years well, time. Erin, I thought I had a more supportive co-host than I do. My question for you is, do you hope you're still doing your radio show when you're 60? Oh, sweet Jesus. No, I, again, if I'm Kylie Jenner, the second I can afford not to be there, I won't be. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the straight truth. No, look, I, I do adore Cheesy. He, he invited us over to have a spa the other day, my oh. four-year-old and he was, she needed to go to the toilet and I don't really want to get out of the spa in front of him and walk her to the toilet. So I told her just to go in the spa and he found that so ridiculously offensive and then seemed to miss the fact that I hadn't gotten out of the spa for two hours yeah. whilst having a couple of wines. So look, that put me off a little bit that he decided to say that on radio that I had potentially gone to the bathroom in but the spa. Spas are made for peeing in. That's fine. I reckon and the chemicals in there, don't they kill anything that comes sure, up? I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, Erin, do you know Carrie pooed in the pool? I didn't poo in the pool, Erin. pooed in the pool. And she said, I didn't. She said, it's just a tiny poo <laughs> in a big pool. I think we've got the audio here, I didn't, do we? I don't. Yeah, I did. No, I, I don't. Okay. Um, Can I just tell you something really quickly? Yeah. I uh, once went to New Zealand on a netball tour when I was 16 and we were billeted, so I was too nervous to go to the toilet in the toilet. Oh, my God. I remember you telling me this story. 
in case someone went in after me and there was a smell. So I um, did it in the bath slash shower and whole house clogged up. They had to call in plumbers. Um, <laughs> I entered because I was panicked so much because <laughs> push it down. <laughs> So, can you not have this as part of my best and less <laughs> This is, this is, can you believe this is our second waffle stomping instrument in incident week. in one week? That's crazy. What? Maybe this is a thing more than we think. Oh. And if I could just, or 15, I think I was turning 16, if I could just make that really clear. <laughs> That's not, yeah, not There actually isn't fine. very many similarities either between Aaron and the guy that called up that was the plumber in his no. mid-50s or whatever he was. Yeah, drunk in I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes I just got to do it in the shower and I stomp it down. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you grab yourself some Berry Basics by Aaron at Best and Less from Thursday. Erin uh, Mullen, thank you, mate. Thanks, legends. Take care. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. That is where you're at for your R&B Fridays and Chemist Warehouse is the real house of fragrance this Christmas. Shop the biggest range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices at Chemist Warehouse. The best way to buy gifts for, for Christmas, just go into Chemist Warehouse and oh, get yeah. everybody a fragrance. Yep. Done. And its prices are so cheap. Yep. I'll get a CK1. I'll get a Jimmy Choo Man. I'll have an Ellie Saab, thanks. Okay. I'll get some Hugo Boss and that's mum covered, but for everybody else... <laughs> Oh, what? you're buying mum all of that? Yeah. Well, I guess you would when it's so cheap. I thought you were going to say when she smells so much. and that was <laughs> I, was, I was ready to defend my mum to the hilt. What have we got coming up next? Up next, I've got an idea that has been stolen from me. Oh, God. From my mind. Is this one that would have my... made you a millionaire? That is exactly what I was going <laughs> to say, yes. Anyway, that's next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Around the country for your drive home, the Savo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Carrie, it's happened again. What? <sighs> Someone else is making our millions. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, the first time was um, when someone brought out a Snuggie. I had an invention years before that called Duna Holes. It was just holes in Duna so your chest didn't get cold. Anyway, it's happened again. I had an invention idea a few years ago for things called humpers. Oh. Heated jumpers, Right. And so you could turn your little heater on in your jumper and you wouldn't need a bulkier jacket because your jumper would have a heater in it. So a bit like an um, electric blanket, but in a jumper form. That's a fantastic way to describe yes. it. Yes. And then look what I see online now. People are going nuts over this jacket because it's self-heating. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. How does that work? People are going nuts. You push a button and it heats up. Much oh like a God. humper. But don't worry, Carrie, because we always have more ideas. Carrie and Tommy's genius or idiot. Are you looking at me? Well, you, I believe you have one. Um, I do. It, mine's more just a complaint about a common food, and I'd like somebody to create a solution. Okay. I don't know if I've got the time for that. Okay. But it would be a genius idea for someone. Pasta that cooks quickly. You, the pasta cooks so quickly. No, nah, mine doesn't. Every time I cook pasta, the food of the kids will go, when's dinner? I'll go, like, five minutes max. 20 minutes later, still cooking, still hard. Packet, Chewy. What's wrong? It's, what I am using packet. I'm not using fresh pasta. Yeah, Is that that's where fine. Packet pasta takes 10 minutes. It doesn't. I tried I to cook the little fartafelli. What's it called? Not fartafelli. What's it called? Fartafelli. If that's how you're cooking it, no one is taking a while. And it's taking forever. And I thought, why do Maggi noodles cook in two minutes, but pasta takes 20? Yeah, that is a good point. So that's a very what about good point. making pasta that cooks in the time that Maggi noodles cooks and then no one's why don't, left why, hungry? Why don't you just use Maggi noodles? 
can't with, serve with the magic noodles of bolognese every Why? night. Or carbonara or like tagliatelle. You realise you don't one? know any more pastas. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone back on Patriziana or whatever. <laughs> Patriziana's <laughs> taken a while to boil over there, woman just sitting on your stove. I'll be ready soon, Dal. Don't you worry. What's it called? <laughs> Amatriciana? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should just try it with magic noodles. I, just, I think that is an excellent idea. Genius, genius. Thank um, you. I've just got a very quick one for you. Yeah. Um, what is one of the downsides of colognes or fragrances? Damn it, I have to call them fragrances. What's the downside? Yeah. If they're too strong and they're bad? Other than that, I don't know if there's a lot of downsides. What about for other people? If they're bad, there's a downside. What's no. the good side? So if you're making out with someone mm. and then you tend to venture towards their neck, mm. you oh. notice the taste of cologne is not oh. nothing like the smell. smell. Yes. So what about yeah. <laughs> instead of fragrances, we make flavorances? That's so a, actually a very good idea. They taste Maybe you can get and smell amazing. Can you get moist? <laughs> Can you get moisturisers that taste? Because, like, often you can get scented moisturisers. Do they taste like oh, mine I'm, now? I'm, smells like I've just given yeah, it's bum bum. Smells no, it doesn't smell. Like oh my God. <laughs> it, it's okay. a special one called bum bum. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Just, it's called bum bum. Well, we're not going to make I a flavour grunge with bum bum. I just wonder what it tastes like. Mm. But if I lick my arm, it's even better. Tell us if it's bum bum. Can I? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> Does it taste like bum bum? No, it tastes like perfume. Yeah. It's not good. I love your idea. Thank you. Let's get making. Thank you. Yes, yeah. great. Carrie and Tommy. Your R&B Fridays. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Same, same, but backwards. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the score, Jesse? 13 all. I remember. 13. We've only got a few weeks left, so every single session will be a tie between now and the end of the year. So the last one's epic. Why are you ruining magic? Because I, I just wish we'd do it properly, fairly. What, what do you mean? What uh, do you think's happening? He does things like wait, gives you longer to answer. Oh, mate. Or if, oh. you, if it's like you are. Rihanna's like S&M and you say M&S, he'll go, oh, yes, and he'll like say it's that when it's not the song, you know. <laughs> you, you are <laughs> what? just impossible. Kat. No, I just wish we'd play Jesse fair. Jesse gives you, I wish we'd play fair as well. Remember a couple of weeks ago <laughs> when you didn't get the name exactly right and I gave you the points yeah. anyway? Yes, and Jesse, honestly, when it's you, he goes... Three. <laughs> when it's me, it's like three, two, one, see, but. He doesn't. Anyway, <laughs> let's play. We can all agree. Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Good tune. Um, three. Um, two. It's. T- one. Oh, I know exactly what it is. It's, hey, it's. Um, it's Pickers. Sting. It's but already not gone. Sting. It's not Sting. It's the other one. It's, it's every Diddy. breath you take, P. Diddy. Oh. It is P. Diddy, but it's I'll Be Missing You. All I had in my head was going, kind of hard with you not around. And that's all I, the only lyric I could get on. And I'm like, I know the song's not called kind of hard with you not around, <laughs> but I don't know anything else. <laughs> all right, song number two. Oh, oh Because. Uh, three. Oh, I was going to say Dean Lewis, hard to say goodbye, but no, two. No. One. Oh, Jesse, that was such a long count. The backup DJ nearly kicked in. <laughs> I would love to listen to it again. Oh, 
tell me, I think it's Ed Sheeran dancing in the dark. Not celestial, isn't it? Oh. Is Dancing in the Dark the name of a song? Isn't that Callum Scott? Dancing in the Dark? Or Sam Smith? Yeah. I, no, he's, no, no they're dancing but, with a stranger. Yes. Not in the dark. They Might could, be in the it dark. could be in the dark. <laughs> uh, song number three, Still Nil All. Gary. Vickers. Oh. Uh, three, two, it makes me fighter, no. Christina Aguilera. No. Oh. <laughs> is that not right? It's dirty. What? Oh, no! <laughs> what? <laughs> Eli, that's, that's what makes me fighter. No. <laughs> no. Eli is yelling. No! no. <laughs> All right. Song number four, it is still nil all. Tommy. Uh, Tommy. If you want to go and take a ride with me. Three. Um, it's Nelly. Two. Must be the money. Oh. <laughs> ride with me. Oh. Is it? Oh. oh, my God. I am really frustrating people. So what's the score now? It is one zips, one song oh to come. Okay. Oh, Bickers. It is um, Rihanna. Um, Three, two. Sonda Replay? No. Oh. Da, 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 I mean, listen, please. Da, 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 da. Oh, I got it. Got it. Oh. To tie it up, mate. Mama see, mama na, mama peep up. Mama see, mama na, mama poop up. Is it that one? Stop. <laughs> Is it that one? Stop, Eli. Mama see, mama na, mama poop up. Is it that one? Three. Is it mama see, mama saw, mama nappy sand? Is it the nappy? I'm the nappy Two. sand man. One. Yeah. Oh. Um, don't stop the Please music. Don't stop. Oh, I don't think it was that. Oh, yeah, that is. This is I'm the nappy sand man. Isn't it? Yeah, in the background. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Wait. I promise. Wait. Hey. You oh, got a whole other chorus one? to come. <laughs> but you've been sitting around for a long time. I mean, it's a good tune. <laughs> Mama see, Mama see, Mama see. Carrie Vickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your R&B Fridays. It's Carrie Vickmore and Tommy Little. Carrie and Tommy are headed to Aotearoa, New Zealand. And you could come on a fully seek adventure with us. New Zealand, when a trip you can come and you will see how far you go. Come join our show. We're on the way to a land fully seek with Carrie and Tommy. And we don't know how far we'll go. Carrie and Tommy's fully seek trip to New Zealand. Aotearoa. If you seek 100% pure New Zealand. I mean, Dunedin is one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been to, is surrounded it? by beautiful hills. It is also the home to, of the world's steepest street, Bickers. Is it? Yes. I don't know much about Dunedin. Is that where the penguins are? Dunedin is the sister city of Edinburgh. Oh, here it is. Yes, it's where you'll find the world's rarest penguin colonies. Yeah. 
If oh, you're an cute. idiot if you don't go there. That's not their official slogan, but it's mine. <laughs> you are a knob if you don't go to Dunedin. You could come to New Zealand yes. with us. We're going on holiday. You could come. Return flights for two. Six nights accommodation. Yep. Come to the welcome party. So many incredible experiences. A trip worth up to $15,000. Just head to carryandtommy.com.au. Register now. We're giving them away soon. If you seek 100% pure New Zealand. Carry and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Your R&B Fridays, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy. A little after five o'clock, we're going to let you know how you can win a thousand dollars, guys. So on the weekend, a lot of Uber Eats happening, yeah? Takeaway, you know. What what a what? <laughs> Uber Eats. Oh. <laughs> or menu log or, you know, whatever your preferred deliveroo. I, I, <laughs> I didn't understand it because you had your mouth full of food. Which actually got delivered by Annabelle, my preferred choice of delivery person. <laughs> Annabelle eats on time again. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that a lot of takeaway and a, a lot of people eating takeaway food. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just here with some tips for you. So do you mean... On the weekend, a lot of beads happening. Okay. Lot of, don't you eat more takeaway in the weekend? I don't know. No, I go out. You're the wrong person to ask because you eat takeaway during the week when most people are eating at home and then the weekends when we eat takeaway, you have a life. So it's just different. You're not the right person. Jesse, okay. do you eat more takeaway on the weekend? Yes, yes, yes because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Anyway, the last little um, little helpful hint I gave you for eating takeaway was when I saw the guy who was eating noodle soup mm. but had a pair of scissors. Yes. And shop oh. off the bottom oh. of the noodles, Sorry. right? Sorry, I know what's going on now. Food tips. Great. <laughs> I'm with you. I said some tips for your weekend takeaway. I didn't hear that. All I heard was, all right, I'll on the week. And I was like, Sorry. Who's this woman? It's not Uber Eats. That's Doritos. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's because he's got the munchies. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she's been token. <laughs> anyway, I saw a guy on Twitter the other day, and I can't find it again, so I'm sorry if this is you and I'm not giving you credit, but it wasn't me. It was this guy on Twitter who said that he was in a hotel and he um, got some fur. Awesome. <laughs> and they didn't give Fo. him a spoon or a fork or chopsticks. And so he had nothing to eat the to, with. Did he have to drink his No, water? he went and got from the um, little uh, amenities area in the bathroom yes. one of the combs. Oh, that's. Oh, and geez. then he, he scooped the, used the comb almost like a fork and it went through all the noodles and then that's how he ate his fur. So <laughs> clever. <laughs> that is yeah, very I thought, smart. what a great tip. Yes. I mean, if you have a fork or a. Or chopsticks, it's probably your preferred no, option. But hey, you? if not, go grab your comb. Wash it first. You don't want hair in your fur. And big <laughs> bit of dandruff. You don't want fur in your fur. <laughs> <laughs> Does it go the other way? If you don't have a comb, can you use a fork? <laughs> um, weird. I don't know. Maybe. Actually, that's so weird. If that becomes your thing, you just fall. Oh, that's like the little, the little mermaid. The little mermaid. What do you what mean? Do you mean? Oh, that she uses her yeah. trident thing. No, because no? doesn't she get a, a fork at one point? I'm looking for, at Eli for confirmation. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> now she's got dry mouth. <laughs> just have another chip. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to Got to read all my throat. What do you mean she uses a fork? <laughs> oh, no, we're done. Mate. Oh, Jesse's got one for you. Hold on. <laughs> Does he? I need to understand more about the fork. Um, <laughs> Jesse, uh, we were on a, mo- a mountain biking trip one day, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you only had what you carried on your bag and the little saddlebag things, right? Right out in the middle of the bush, <laughs> and we had these little cups of like tuna what? and rice that you were supposed to eat in your pannier, I believe it's called. It's a pannier. A pannier. <laughs> what they called? Can't see my. On a bike, <laughs> it's my pannier. My pannier when I ride my bike, it's my pannier. My pannier is not big, so I haven't got much. 
But we had these little packs that we were eating, and I forgot to take any cutlery with me. Oh and pa- packs of what? Uh, like tuna and oh, rice. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. And um, but the glasses that you had, my pennies, in my penny, <laughs> oh, my penny, stinks of tuna. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys been? Have you guys been using my penny? It smells like quinoa. <laughs> but he had replacement lenses because rocks would flick up and hit you. Yes. And so I grabbed one of the replacement lenses and used that as a spoon. That's excellent. Thank well you. Done, Thank you. It'll be a weekly Friday segment before everyone goes and gets their oh. Uber Eats. We'll call it, what do you put in your penny? <laughs> Carrie Dickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Around the country for your drive home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Sometimes you stumble across a podcast um, that you can't stop listening to and the one we're about to talk about next is equal parts disturbing as it is informative and is a must listen for every parent out there and joining us is the host of the podcast. The podcast is called The Children in the Pictures. It's available on the listener app and the host is Akeem Dev and he joins us now. Welcome. Hi guys, thanks for having us on. It's hard to know where to start but in your own words could you describe to us uh, what you're trying to achieve with this podcast? Yeah, sure. Look, I think everyone in society knows that uh, child abuse occurs, it happens, but I don't think what people realise is the role that technology plays, especially the role of the internet and the actual explosion of material. It's, you know, it's not hyperbole to say, sorry, excuse me, that it's a tsunami of material that floods the desk of investigators and it's run often by highly organised secretive networks on the dark web. And I think it was it was the sheer scale of it. Um, the investigation that we follow is by Task Force Argos, who are a leading squad recognised for their work globally, based out of Queensland, working for the Queensland Police. And their first investigation of a dark web network, which they ended up taking over and running, that had 45,000 active members, Mm. trading in material from um, the whole range of childhood. So when I say zero, I do mean zero, uh, to um, 12, 13. Dev, uh, my first instinct when I hear you say that is that I don't want to listen to that. Like I don't want to listen to information about it. I'm happy to shut my ears and pretend that doesn't exist in the world. Because it's just so why, horrible to hear. Yeah. Why, yeah. why should I? Why is it important that we listen to it? I think if we start asking ourselves the question, not why does this occur, but how does this occur, it, it, it will help answer that question why you should listen. This problem has grown in silence to epidemic levels. If we had done the necessity as society, not just as law enforcement are trying to do, but as a society, if we did the needful, say, 10, 15 years ago, we wouldn't be at the state that we're at at the moment. And unfortunately, this investigation of 45,000 members, this isn't the tipping point. We're nowhere near it. It's getting to the stage now where the vast majority of the material is made by the children themselves, whether they're coerced or tricked or fooled or extorted into making that material. And that's a really disturbing statistic when, um, you know, that one in three children under the age of 13 will be approached by somebody that they don't know online. So in, in short, I think we all have to accept the fact that our children are going to be citizens if they're not already of the digital realm. So what are we doing to protect our kids? We're, we're all eyes and 
all ears on deck when we take our kids to the playground. But what do we do when um, when we're trying to uh, keep them safe in the online world? But I think maybe that's because we don't really understand the on- online world. So because it's so hard for us to understand, we just put our head in the sand. Like what are some basic things that you discovered working on this team that we should know as parents, some basic things we can do? It's the million dollar question, I reckon, and it's it's a good one. We try and answer that in the question. I'm sorry, in in the in one of the episodes in the podcast. I think the greatest thing that we can do is um, take as much interest uh, of our ch- children's online lives as we do in their real life. Uh, kids are spending a lot of time online. They're interacting socially. It a lot of the times it might be even their first access to. Um, uh, you know, developing business skills and um, money trading, you know, if they're um, going online and gaming, et cetera, for reward. So a lot of the lessons that they're going to carry on in life, they'll learn online. So I think as a responsible parent, we need to know what apps our kids are on, who they're talking to, uh, who they're communicating with, and what sort of activity that um, they're indulging in. Dev, you mentioned um, Task Force. Argos, which is who mm-hmm. you follow in the podcast, can you tell us a bit more about um, uh, who they are and how they work and how they infiltrate this world? Sure. Um, elite, uh, elite unit recognised around the world for their investigative measures. And um, one of the things that they do is they take advantage of a Queensland legal statute, which enables them to perform covert activities. So I guess... The, the the analogy or the, the the kind of common world example is when people go undercover for drug deals. So these guys can go undercover and pretend to be child abusers, which, you know, mm. <laughs> will take a huge toll on the investigator. So hats off to them to do that. Um, but yeah, well, what they found is that they've been managed, uh, they managed to infiltrate these networks, take over and run them. And their purpose is to ide- locate, identify and rescue the children. If you find the children, you'll probably find the people that will would have abused them, and that's just the cherry on the cake. Because you know this crime type is not like homicide; our victims are still alive, and the theory is is that they will continue to be abused unless until they're rescued. Well, you talked about the toll it would take on the task force. I'm sure it took a toll on you being a part of it as well. It is incredibly heavy but important stuff. Akeem, thank you so much for your time and for your work. The children in the pictures is available now on the Listener app. You're very welcome. Thanks for having us on. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. Right your Friday afternoon, and guys, it is that time. Oh, we're getting to knock the top off one. Special one for you, mate. Thank you. Who is that? This is Pink. Never going to not dance again. Is that what she's saying? Yeah, but the remix has actually turned it into what Tommy requested. Yeah, yeah. So much less dance, I'm going to dance. Yeah. What are you drinking over there, Bickers? I'm having a blood orange seltzer. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Jess? Big old glass of milk for me, guys. I love how hard you go on Friday at 5pm. Hey, how fun's this? Carrie and Tommy's Sense for Dollars. Chemist Warehouse is the real house of fragrance this Christmas. Spoil a loved one this Christmas with a fragrance from Chemist Warehouse. Shop in store or online today. Christmas is coming and we're giving you the chance to score a thousand bucks clap. Clash. 
Cash. Have some cash. Cash. Yeah. Plus a thousand dollars worth of fragrances. All oh, thanks good. to Chemist Warehouse. All you need to do is know your celebrity sense. We'll play an audio clue and uh, that'll relate to the celebrity who has a fragrance out under their name. And if you get it right, you win. So easy, Bickett. Yeah, we'll be playing next week. So make sure you register now at carryandtommy.com.au. Chemist Warehouse is the real house of fragrance this Christmas. Spoil a loved one this Christmas with a fragrance from Chemist Warehouse. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your R&B Fridays and the end of the week, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. When we look back upon the week that was... We reflect on the moments that made Carrie and Tommy rapt or roar. I'm going to say something, and that is just quite simply beautiful harp playing Jesse. Oh, my God, I, I thought the same thing. Because I know Very what much. you're doing. In the weeks past where I've asked you to learn other instruments and you've been getting angry, you are just rebelling at your parents. Yep. So what I'm going to do now is be encouraging. Great piano playing son, harp playing son. <laughs> Freudian slip. Can we also what's that, what's just acknowledge? Reverse psychology. Yeah. 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 Do you want to just quickly acknowledge how good Jez's voice was in that one? No, we're just focusing oh. on you. Okay. You know, sometimes as as um a, I refuse to admit that as a middle child. child yeah. Sometimes you need a bit more. That way he's always locked you know? in his room. <laughs> he is. He's gone right off the rails. I only wanted him to sing soprano. Now he's doing VOs and everything. <laughs> How are you feeling, though, apart from your amazing heart playing? Well, guys, I am actually very raw because this week I learned that I don't know what the difference between Jack in the Box and Pop Goes the Weasel <laughs> is. I would be happy if, when I die if you guys want to do this. Sure. Um, if it's a closed casket funeral, um, play Pop Goes the Weasel on repeat <laughs> over and over until everyone stares at the coffin waiting for you to jump out. <laughs> Sure. That's fun. Don't you think that's fun? But that you'll never jump out, so then it's so underwhelming. Or will you? Will I? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that Irish bloke who, um, as he was getting buried, he played recordings that he'd obviously recorded saying, help, let me out. <laughs> let me out. <laughs> what about like a little handle out. that goes, dun, 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 like what they do with Oh, like you wind it up. up. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Isn't that, that pop, pop goes pop, the weasel? Yeah, pop yeah. goes oh, the weasel. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you just built on the joke. <laughs> to be fair, as you started that, I was really on board too. Yeah, great. I Thanks, Bickers. I along. Yeah. 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 It wasn't just you. How Guys, are you feeling? Oh, I'm pretty raw um, because Bickers, after you told us how Donna Summer apparently had 22 peak moments while recording Love to Love You Baby, I had, love to I love thought, you, baby. what was a pretty simple question about how vaginas work. <laughs> I was given no answers. Can I ask you a question about That's, the la- yep. lady's body? Um, <laughs> 22 when there's 22, why, what's the difference between 22 and one long one? Like, like 22 seems like, how, I didn't know they were so clearly defined starting and stopping moments. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm getting embarrassed. <laughs> I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm going red. What have you I'm, been doing for all these years? I'm, I'm sweating a lot. What do you? I don't understand your question. Um, oh God, I'm, so, I'm so nervous now. Why? No, no, it's, it, it was Jesse's question. Anyway, it was a dumb so, question. But a lot of the time, apparently. I'm so sweaty. Why? Oh. Yeah, I reckon you need to do a bit of Googling in your own time and work things okay. out. I've got to go on. 
<laughs> For people that didn't hear the rest of, couldn't see what happened then, what they think you're off to do is no, not what yeah, you're off to do. Yeah. No. <laughs> you just said, I'm no, going to no, go. No, I know. No. This is all, I told you this was a bad idea. I'm, still, now I I'm, so, I'm sweating too much my head. And thank you to you, Carrie, after showing me 12 diagrams. <laughs> <laughs> I still have, 22. I still or was it just one long diagram? <laughs> I don't. I'm sweating again. Well, I obviously rapped yeah. um, about how you put yourself under the pump there. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, brought yeah. me a lot of joy. Yeah. But in the very next break, after mm. that, you double down and then you made yourself cry. Where, we Where were you conceived? How? Or what were you conceived to? Song? That could have been a good song to conceive to. I love Don't Cost a Thing. Oh. Better yeah. than my love costing something in conception. Yes. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a better yeah, transaction. Yes, yes. You know? although if you do... Have a baby is quite expensive. Yes. So, so yes, even though so my love, love doesn't moment, cost a thing, no, this, this thing is, is going to ex- cost a This thing. is an expensive <laughs> exchange of fluids. Okay, everybody relax. Everybody, wait, everybody, you've all just had a bit of a moment. Now, chew out. Only you've had the moment. Carrie. These two breaks have really Carrie. made you flustered and made you cry. <laughs> He didn't have to cry. Now he's got fluids coming out of his eyes. Oh, now he's sobbing. Do you sob in the moment too? (laughs) 22 times in one song. Go away. Do a bit of practice on the weekend. Come back and report back on how you're going, okay? Oh, you can learn Jack in the Box. Oh, (laughs) pop goes the <laughs> You're funny, Jesse. See you on Monday. <laughs> Follow Carrie Vidmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Now that the show's over, Carrie and Tommy can go and sort their Christmas shopping. This Christmas, why not give a great gift from Chemist Warehouse? Shop the biggest range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices this Christmas at Chemist Warehouse.